Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Anyong mga k-drama pamangkin, yes, di po kayo nagkakamali ng basa sa title ng episode for today. In this podcast 200th episode and in celebration of year 3 of Anyong Tita podcast, alay mo yun, 3 years na? <laughs> I decided to make it simple. but special by dedicating it to the series that paved the way for K-dramas. Dadalhin ko kayo down the memory lane in today's episode. You see mga pamangkin, before the first ever K-drama came to the Philippines, Philippine television is usually made up of locally produced teleserie or... Mexican or Spanish telenovela. I grew up in an era where Talia was the queen of primetime TV and where the definition of pogi is mga guapong lalaki na nakasakay sa kabayo at maraming buhok sa dibdib. <laughs> That was our definition of pogi back then. Tele- telenovelas were a staple in every network. GMA man or ABS-CBN or even TV5 which noon was still ABC5. I don't know if you ever if you even know about that but it was actually called ABC5 before. Now whether umaga man bago mag-itbulaga or gabi bago mag-TV patrol punong-puno ang mga TV schedules nitong mga telenovela. But in the year 2003, something big happened. From the usual Latina vidas, Filipino viewers were introduced to Asian series. And no, it wasn't a K-drama that started it all. It was actually a string of series from another Asian country, Taiwan. Yes, mga pamangkin, before there were K-dramas or what we used to call as Korean novella, there were Taiwan novella. And in a sense, this Taiwan novellas walked so Korean novellas can run. And in today's episode nga, I would like to share with you the top 5 Taiwanese series from the past that influenced my love for K-drama. Let's start it off with GMA's first ever Asian series, My MVP Valentine. Oh, 
My MVP Valentine was GMA's answer to the growing popularity of another Taiwanese series being aired in the rival network ABS-CBN. My MVP Valentine is a coming-of-age rom-com sports series that starred then-rookie actresses like Angela Chang and Joe Chen, and it also starred real-life basketball player or superstar in Taiwan, Johnny Yen, and the famous boy group at that time as well. The um, group's name is 5566. I'm not sure if it's pronounced differently, if there's a, but I think it's 5566. <laughs> I don't know if it's like pronounced differently, but that, I think that's it. Anyway, so the story is about uh, how a high school basketball prodigy's life is changed forever by an unfortunate accident. Because of this accident, he abandons his beloved sport and finds himself entangled in a love triangle. So I remember I was in high school when all the series that I will mention in today's episode were aired. A very impressionable age. And nagsisimula palang magkarash, magkakrash. <laughs> nagsisimula nang maging conscious kung amoy araw. Nagsisimula na magpabili ng Johnson's Baby Cologne. <laughs> so when GMA and ABS-CBN started offering coming-of-age series that does not involve Bert Secrets, mapang alipustang hasinderang mama, and seductive teenage teenage girls, quote-unquote teenage girls. I don't know kung teenage girls pa talaga sila, pero ang weird lang kasi talaga ng mga telenovela nung panahon namin kasi yung mga bagets na bigda, sinasabi nilang 15-16, pero yung mga aurahan, Diyos ko, Lord! <laughs> mga ano, palaban si ate sa mga off-shoulders, mga kitang cleavage, and so much more. Ay, nako. Anyway, so yun na nga. When GMA and ABS started offering coming-of-age series that does not involve any of those, talagang it caught my attention. It was a breath of fresh air from the usual, yun nga, mapapusok na telenovela that I grew up with. And I remember my MVP Valentine as one of those K-dramas that opened my eyes. Opened my eyes of finding Chinitos, Poggy as well, charot. <laughs> Pero di nga, I, I remember liking my MVP, MVP, my MVP Valentine kasi light lang siya. Though, though my love triangle na involves a story, um, Pero di siya kasing serious ng mga telenovela or Pinoy teleserye nga noon na talagang, Diyos ko, ang drama <laughs> And I also love the sports side of the story kasi medyo adik pa ako noon sa slam dunk which according to the Wikipedia is where the series was loosely based from. And I remember then na those were the days na adik na adik din ako sa boy group. Yung mga Westlife, um, Backstreet Boys, <laughs> uh, ano pa ba yung mga kinababaliwang ko noon? A1, just ko Lord, NSYNC, yon. So at one point, yung kwarto ko, punong-puno po ng mga poster ng iba't ibang mukha ng mga boy groups. So when the series also involves a boy group, that sings or perform the theme song, yun nga, yung 5566, talagang, oh, iba. Nakuha yung attention ko kasi may mga boy group. 
So yun, it's one of the factors that I also loved about my MVP Valentine. I think kasi pag sina I think kapag sinabing my MVP Valentine, ang pinaka naalala ko din is yung couple keychain. Ewan ko kung naalala niyo yung may basketball sa so yung keychain. I think doon ako nagsimulang mangarap na magka-jowa. Etos. <laughs> Ikaw ba? Ano ang pinaka naaalala mo sa my MVP Valentine? Ichika mo na yan. <laughs> Alright. Next is the series that for me, more more than the ano, more than the basketball keychain ng my MVP Valentine. Etong Taiwanese series na ito ang parang nagpasimula ng mga merch. Yung parang ito yung nagsimula na bumili ka ng mga items na related sa series, not just posters, not just yung mga ano, mga mukha nila, but things related to the story. Remember yung ano, parang ang effect niya is parang nung panahon ng Goblin, diba? When Goblin was so popular, yung ano, pag-winter, a lot of fans in countries na may snow, and kahit nga sa Pinas, kahit sa Pinas na wala namang snow, eh, nagsisilabasan yung mga red scarf. Diba? Nauso yun at one point, diba? Or when, for example, eto lang, yung Squid Game, at the height of its success, ang daming nagsibilihan ng red or green na parang PE uniform. Ganun, di ba? So, back in the day, at one point, nabaliw din kami, gaya ng mga nangyayari ngayon, and nauso ang magsuot ng necklace noon na may small tube na pendant, and laman itong tube na ito is parang small na rocks or glitters, ni ko alam kung ano sila, na lavender. Or minsan may plant talaga, may parang small na gawang ano, fake plant na lavender. And it's all because of the series Lavender. Lavender was another Taiwanese series that was huge back then. It was also aired in GMA and kung di ako nagkakamali, pinalabas siya before Saksi or 24 oras. Please correct me na lang if mali ang mga sinasabi ko mga tito-tita. Pero I think it was before Saksi or 24 oras at that time. Anyway, Lavender is about two childhood friends who promised to reunite, uh, reunite as adults when one had to move to U.S., However, illness and love triangles kept them from rekindling la old feelings. Parang ganun. Medyo complicated siya. Madrama. <laughs> anyway, the series stars Amber Skew. I'm not sure if how to pronounce that last name. Sorry, but I think it's Hugh or Sue. Anyway, um, it stars Ambrose who also sang the theme song and Tammy Chen. Now, compared to my MVP, Valentine's Di Hamak, na mas madrama itong Lavender, who, by the way, introduced a lot of Filipinos to the lavender plant that was obviously, hindi natin alam because we can't grow it in the Philippines, right? So, because of our climate. So, hindi natin aware, hindi tayo aware doon. So, I guess part of the reason kung bakit ko siya pinanood no, noon is, yun nga, the lavender plant and the view of the lavender field is just ko ang tuwang-tuwa po ako nun <laughs> and I think it's also there because of the series kung bakit part ng bucket list ko yung bucket list ko talaga involves makapunta sa isang lavender farm 
at a young age talagang super nagandahan ako sa cinematography niya yung yung purple or yung lavender and the pink na suot ni Ate Girl ay just ko po tuwa ako and the blue skies tuwa yung mata ko and yun nga yung yung lavender farm also yung pogi din si Ambrose <laughs> tuwa din po ako sa kanya anyway for some reason though di ko maalala ang ending nitong K-drama night or ng series na to, ng Taiwan novela na to. Di ko maalala if it was a happy ending or a sad ending kaya blinak siya ng utak ko. May nakakaalala ba sa inyo? Naalala mo ba ang ending? Kasi ako hindi, please tell me. Di ko po maalala and ayo tamad na po ako mag-research. Anyway, let's move on. Another series na di ko maalala ang ending. I'm so sorry, hindi ko po siya maalala. Ang tagal na din. Magto two decades na rin tong mga series na to eh. 20 years na rin, almost. Diba? So anyway, another series na di ko maalala ang ending is this another panghapon na Taiwan novela at the Dolphin Bay. Bago pa man mabaliw ang mga tita nyo sa Wales because of extraordinary attorney Wu, mas nauna po kaming nabaliw sa mga dolphins. All thanks to the Taiwanese series at the Dolphin Bay. Start again by Ambrose Yu, but this time with Angela Chang. It's a story about two orphans who got separated but again promise to reunite when they get older. And what follows is a series of chance encounter and a complicated birth story. Medyo madrama. Actually, definitely, isa sa pinakamadramang Taiwan novela na panood ko itong Dolph- At the Dolphin Bay. Sobrang melodrama niya, pero bet na bet ko kasi nun si Wallace mo. <laughs> Naka-love triangle ni Ambrose dito sa series na to. So, noon pa man po, kahit naka-baby bra pa, baby bra pa ako, sinasabi ko na mga linyang, akin ka na lang, ako na lang kasi. <laughs> nung pinagtatabuyan po yung karakter ni, ni ano, Wallace, ni An- nung karakter naman ni Angela Chang sa series na to. Diyos ko po, inuulit-ulit ko po yun sa kanya. <laughs> I think if I knew back then what a second lead syndrome is, I would have probably, ano, immediately tagged my love for Wallace as one of, for his character as one of them. Kilig na kilig po ako sa kanya noon. And actually, hanggang ngayon, Parang last year lang may napanood akong movie sa Netflix na kasama siya. And then, like a 14-year-old, guwapong guwapo pa rin po ako sa kanya. Please tell me na hindi lang ako. <laughs> ako lang ba ang nagkaroon ng second lead syndrome sa lahat ng nakapanood nitong At The Dolphin Bay? Please tell me na hindi lang po ako nagwagapuhan kay Wallace. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Anyway, that is number three. Fourth on my list is the real first ever Asian series that aired on Philippine TV. And no, it's not Meteor Garden. And it was not GMA or ABS-CBN that was first to air an Asian series. But it was the small and about to be dissolved network ibc 13 and the first ever asian series in the philippines was actually amazing twins originally called the legendary siblings 2 amazing series amazing twins was aired just a couple of months before meteor garden making it Technically, the first Asian series on Philippine TV. But because it was aired sa IBC-13, who at that time would have even lesser reach, the series was not known to a lot of viewers. Parang, di ko alam kung alam nyo to, or may nakakaalala nito, o ako lang ba? <laughs> and, you know, dahil nga literal, lalumaki po ako sa TV, sa harap ng TV, Sa TV. Sa harap ng TV, noon at ngayon, I got to watch the series when I chanced upon it while channel surfing. If I remembered it correctly, it was aired every Saturday and around mga 7 or 8 p.m. Kasi naalala ko, nagmamadali ako nun eh, magligpit ng pinagkainan namin so I can watch the series. <laughs> For the sake of it, kaila- nagmamadali akong magligpit. And noon pa man, mahilig na ako sa mga historical K-dramas or series actually in general. Kasi Amazing Twins was also set in a period na espadahan po ang labanan. <laughs> and may mga lumilipad na martial arts expert. And since love na love ko itong series na ito, memorize ko pa din po until now. 20 years after, memorize ko pa din ang theme song niya. Huwag niyo nang pakantahin sa akin kasi hindi rin kayo matutuwa, pero memorize ko pa. And alam na alam ko pa ang Pinoy names ng mga bida. Gary, Charlie, Camille, and Bianca. O ba? <laughs> memorize ko pa. I don't know why the series holds a special place in my heart, but I think, I think it could be because I was young, so I was still amazed I, I would say easily amazed by flying warriors and the costumes the mga babae dito ay just ko tuwang tuwa po ang mali- 14 year old self or I don't know if I was 14 15 basta ganon high school ano kasi adventure series din to ano eh amazing um, twins um, bukod sa pagiging rom-com it's also an adventure series so talagang tuwang tuwa ako every time na may fight scene sila which for some reason, usually happens in those bamboo forests na pwedeng silang umapak at mag, parang flying trapikis, whatever. 
I just wish talaga na there there was a way to watch it again, to watch the dubbed series, not the original, the dubbed series. Kasi I feel may enjoy ko pa din siya kahit two decades after na. Now, if you ask me kung sino ang bet ko sa dalawang bida, mm, I think I am more of Team Charlie. <laughs> Team Charlie na minsan nagagari. <laughs> Ikaw ba, have you even watched this series? Have you even, do you even know Amazing Twins? Or did you also start with the K-drama Na, or the series, the Taiwan novella, na number five ko. Okay, now, the last on my list is, of course, what really started it all. Yes, Timan siya technically ang nauna, but siya naman talaga ang pinagmulan ng lahat. The series that paved the way to all other Asian series. Meteor Garden. If you were born after 2003, I'm pretty sure narinig mo lang sa mga tito, tita mo noon on how legendary Meteor Garden was back then. Let me just tell you, from my personal experience, ah, for someone na di mahilig sa soft drinks noon and super tipid sa allowance, I spent a good chunk of my allowance just to buy 2 liters of Pepsi Blue. Na di ko naman na inom just because they came with F4 fo- posters. So talagang for the poster's sake na lang po ako, kaya bumili ako nun. Ganon kalala ang obsession ko sa kanila. Our room, punong-puno ng mga mukha nila. I remember... Posters back then were 10 pesos pa eh. So, medyo malaki. So, pag hinihirit ko yun kay mama, talagang may pagka kailangan mabait ako all week. Ginawa ko lahat ng mga inutos. Hindi ako nagpasaway. <laughs> para lang magpabili nun. And low quality pa siya. Low quality ng mga posters na feeling ko parang kinuha nila sa Google, pinaste nila, tas pinrent nila. Kasi talagang apangit ang quality. Pero 10 pesos. 10 pesos sa mga panahon. Sobrang Ma, ma, ano siya, expensive na siya compared sa ano. Kasi syempre, posters lang yun ni eh. So, ba Tapos, yun yung mga low quality. Yung mga mahal, just ko. Iba na yun. Ibang pakiusap na yun. Talagang kailangan matinding grades. Magaganda yung grades mo. <laughs> Pasko or something like that. Para lang mabilhan kami noon. Ay, nako. Sobrang laking impact nitong Taiwanese series na ito. Nitong Meteor Garden. For several months, ah, for several months, ang mixed top 10 were full of songs by the F4 group or by one of them at least. And kung di rin ako nagkakamali, Jerry Yan was even, even became a, um, an endorser for Bench. Diba? Tapos, I don't know if that was after or way after, pero parang ganun. Naging endorser siya ng bench. And when they came sa Philippines, sold out yung concert. Ganun kalala, mga pamangkin. But I think on top of the Pepsi story, the fondest memory as well that I have for, that involves Meteor Garden obsession, 
was when nag-skip ako ng class para lang makinood sa bahay ng classmate ko ng DVD ng mga music videos nila. <laughs> Never ako miscape ah. I was a good student back then. Never ako miscape pero para sa Meteor Garden talagang nabali niya lahat ng rules and principles in life ko. Hechos. <laughs> and you know, paano naman di kami may in love noon sa Meteor Garden when it has all the ingredients of a formulated rom-com? Cold na mayamang bidang lalaki and spunky na poor female lead, di ba? And samahan mo pa ng pangmalakasang second lead na hinati noon ang Pilipinas. Ang daming friendships na natest dahil sa Meteor Garden. Kasi yung isa, mas bet si Watsalay para kay Sanchay. Yung iba, mas bet si Dao Mingsi um, para naman kay Sanchay nga. Ako naman, mas bet ko silang lahat para sa akin. <laughs> And then, you know, the obsession with F4 didn't even end with just the Meteor Garden or even the sequel of it. Long after the series ended, hi pa din kami sa kanila Nakaabang pa rin kami sa mga news about them or if my latest single sila. I remember even keeping a notebook na punong-puno ng infos about them and lyrics to their songs. Malapit na nga ako mag-aral ng Chinese noon eh, nung Mandarin. <laughs> nung Mandarin para lang makapag-pronounce ko na mabuti yung mga lyrics. And we also were on the lookout whenever they have new series. Whether um, si Jerry or si... Um, ako kasi mes, medyo mas bet ko talaga nun si Watsalay. Kaya pati yung mga series ni, ano, ni Vic, nakaabang ako sa kanya. Yung, ano ba yung series na yun? Poor Prince, yun. Yung Poor Prince na series niya, pinanood ko din yun. Kahit medyo wale. <laughs> wala yung kwento nung series na yun pero pinanood ko pa din and I think thanks to ano thanks talaga to Meteor Garden and the rest of the Taiwanese series that aired before the hit K-dramas the transition from Latina Bidas to Asian Bidas became smooth I think it was not if it was not for this Taiwan novellas we wouldn't have even discovered Korean novellas. Kasi nga, back then, what the masa was used to consume are the matadramang telenovela. It was only when we started watching rom-com series or rom-com Asian series did we realize na pwede naman palang manood ng entertaining series na di nag involve ng sampalan, kabitan, or kidnapan. Diba? <laughs> But if you ask me kung... Ano yung opinion ko kung bakit mas naging hit yung K-drama sa ating mga Filipino compared to Taiwanese series? Kasi although Taiwan novellas paved the way for Korean novella, as time goes on, mas naging focus na ang mga... Mas naging focus sa tayo in general sa mga Korean novellas. If you ask me, it's because overall mas pleasing talaga kasi yung K-drama eh. Um, production, costume, the hair. <laughs> As I was doing this episode, I was researching kung ano mga tsura ng mga series noon. And my God, <laughs> yung mga hair ng kalalakihan. <laughs> hindi ko alam kung bakit, pero at that time, nung hindi pa namin alam yung mga Korean novela, ang popogi ng pan- sa paningin namin <laughs> nung mga hairstyle na pineapple hair ni, ni Jerry yan, di ba? Patok na patok yan sa mga kababaihan. 
But overall talaga, I think it's because yun nga, mas pleasing sa paningin ang production na gawa ng mga Koreans. Um, in terms of story, I don't know if GMA or ABS-CBN didn't really just looked into it. But I think it's the more na yung mga series na dinadala nila from Korea to the Philippines are more entertaining. More, mas malaman yung kwento. And yun nga, visually pleasing talaga. Like for example, yung Jewel in the Palace. It was so visually pleasing. Ang daming, ang laman ng kwento niya, mas, mas malaman yung kwento niya compared sa mga nakuhang Taiwanese series. And I think it's because of that, pataas ng pataas yung quality ng mga series na nagsisidatingan. That's why, I guess, for some reason, mas naging focus na tayo sa K-drama. But again, that is just my personal opinion. Okay? But still, again, we still pay respect to the ones that paved the way, which are the Taiwan novellas. So, how about you? What was what's your most memorable Taiwan novella? Do you also have any fond memories about any of the Taiwanese series that I mentioned earlier? O ako lang ba? Don't forget to tag me on any of my social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. It's all at Anyong Tita. And before I end this episode, I just want to say thank you again for sticking by this podcast for three years now. Grabe no, three years. To be honest, it's getting tougher keeping this podcast alive. And I'm not sure how many more years or months I can keep doing this. But I think I until I can finally let go of it, all of you, then I still... Talk to you again next Tuesday. Good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars. Kamsamnida! Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to rate us five stars. And if you want to be updated, make sure to follow the podcast. Hit the notification bell and also follow me at Anyong Tita on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram so you won't miss out on anything. And catch our weekly deep dive K-drama conversations every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or other podcast streaming platforms here at your favorite K-drama show with your favorite K-drama tita, Anyong Tita! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.